Here's Gourlami. Hey guys, welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. My name is Ian. This is Paul Damien. And this is Kenny. And this week, we're talking about Shang-Chi, the latest MCU debut at the time of recording this. Hmm. Obviously, this comes out about a month after the fact, Um, but that gives you guys plenty of time to watch it. Hell yeah. Um, But no, I mean, this is uh, a long-awaited debut Mm -hmm. in the MCU, I, Mm -hmm. I can probably say. Yeah. Um, my whole life I've said Shang-Chi's name incorrectly. Yes, me too. Yeah, I've always called him Shang-Chi. And I'm also a big proponent where pronunciation isn't a necessity when it comes to talking to me and talking around me. I don't care how you pronounce things. Um, but for, I guess, to be more respectful, I'll say Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. I, I, I want to bring this up real quick. I did see this really nice tweet from this Chinese teacher uh-huh. um, that talked about how you you call the child whatever the parent prefers you to call them. And hmm. like, uh, what is, I, I forget the creators of Shang-Chi. I think it's, uh, Steve Englehart. Maybe uh-huh. they call him Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. So he's, oh, okay. he was just trying to be really sweet and nice yeah. on Twitter. And he was like, so in this case you would call him Shang-Chi. Um, but, um, anyway, we're talking about the MCU. We're talking about Shang-Chi, the two hour, 12, 12 minute movie, um, directed by Destin Daniel Cretton. Yeah. We were a bunch of nerds and went and saw it uh, opening weekend. You know? Yeah. So that's great. Mm-hmm. Which I, good job, guys, to get out there to the movies <laughs> yeah. in the way these times are. You know? I, um, I did have a question real quick. Sure. Have yeah. you guys heard of this director before? No, I haven't. You haven't either? No. Okay. Yeah. Just because I was curious, um, why do you think they would go with this a director that nobody really knows about versus somebody with a big name? They kind of the MCU has kind of been doing that a lot lately. Yeah, and I was gonna say you see that a lot, and they kind of pluck like some some indie creators that have been hitting it big with some really cool moves in the industry. Yeah, it's like I feel like if they've had like one big hitter, then they kind of get brought into the Marvel fold. And that I, I had looked up his movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. His, what he had directed, Just Mercy, is the movie that he had directed. That I, is like the um kind of big hitter i would say that he probably released true yeah that pro- uh, you know leading up to getting or well you know however he got shang chi but right um because that was a pretty relevant film uh starring uh michael bg yeah I mean, michael bj michael yeah. michael B. basketball jordan, jordan. you michael, gotta say his name correctly michael basketball's jordans yes <laughs> um so. no have you heard of that movie i've never even heard of it i've really? never heard of yeah. it okay i guess it was relevant either. to me because my sister's an english teacher mm-hmm. uh and uh I think they it's all it's based on a book. I think, oh, okay. maybe hmm. or either way, I mean it's Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, Brie Larson. It's got a pretty big cast. It's a true story about a a real lawyer who existed. So um I, I just remember it being a, a I've never have seen, seen it. Oh, okay. I was gonna say I've never seen it. I heavy dramas like that I have I have to be in the right mood for, you yeah. know. Um, it's, but, it's funny that you say it's based on a book because uh Shang Chi was also technically based on a book. <laughs> Uh, so either way but i mean the point of even bringing that up is just that uh right you know i i feel like marvel really does that it's good to see people that maybe have like one really big hit in under their belt and then kind of brings them into the fold fair enough well that's like um fuck what's her name from that's going to be directing eternals um Mm. 
it's Chloe Zhang, I believe. I think that is right. Chloe no, Chloe Zhao. Zhao. Okay, so Chloe Zhao, who uh, just previously, you know, released Nomadland in the Best Picture winner. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, that movie was. <laughs> granted, that movie was uh, was directed and released, I believe, after Eternals was ever supposed to be. So you know. Regardless, it's just interesting that like you can see that they're trying to predict the best new yeah these directors. up and coming directors yeah. yeah before they're they're actually like a Steven Spielberg or what have you definitely they I feel like they want to make them that mm-hmm. you know they want to be the the production company that yeah uh, made that in those names you know yeah like John Favreau you know yeah well which it was a rel- it was relevant before but I feel like as a director has really made yeah his name under marvel's umbrella right for sure i i agree with that <laughs> kenny's doing a nice little trick where he's having a miniature sweater this is gonna sound like a fucking fever dream he's having a, a miniature sweater kind of dangle or perfectly balance atop his microphone um it's like a sweater for a kendall um <laughs> so this movie stars simu Liu, um aquafina uh tony leung you know, it. We have a, a stacked cast. Yeah, I actually really liked. I thought the cast was really good. Yeah, and the, and it's a primarily, yeah. you know, Chinese or at least Asian mm-hmm. cast, and mm-hmm. it was fucking cool. Um, Tony Leung, who plays the main antagonist, uh, Shang Chi's papa, father, Zhu yeah. Wen Wu. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. Who is in the comics? Not that character. Mm-hmm. His father in the comics is Fu Manchu the mandarin really yes yeah. i didn't realize his name was I, the mandarin's name was fu manchu That's yeah. hilarious. and so they kind of didn't want to do that mm-hmm. and i can applaud them for yeah that. <laughs> i like that they yeah, kind of made the whole mandarin thing a joke in yeah. the end of it you know i like that it instead of leaning into that they decided to just kind of wash it off as the whole thing was a, a farce you know yeah which i mean to begin with do you guys want to talk about iron man 3 because yeah. i if, Coincidentally, it became very relevant for this movie. Yeah, but I had just watched it the night before. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah, not intentionally leading well, up to this. Ashley and I have just been rewatching the Iron Man movies mm-hmm. for whatever fucking reason, and um, yeah, no, I mean it, it's pretty coincidental that we happened to finish the trilogy right before we went and saw shang chi so that's like i mean it's kind of perfect you did that yeah Um, no for sure because yeah i was blown away with how much ben kingsley was in this movie (laughs) yeah i did not expect what is it trevor trevor slattery yeah Yeah. i did not expect trevor like i thought when he showed up in that scene and we're just going to talk about this early on because i want to get it out of the way early on Mm -hmm. when he showed up in that scene i thought sweet we're getting a nice little cameo to explain where he ended up and that's cool and then we got like 10 more scenes with him in it and i was like wow he's really he's (laughs) he's someone to have to care about now um so i was very blown away and we didn't get a resolve really on what happened to him i assume he just stays in tai he just stays in tai lao yeah they're like yeah we'll keep this guy series starting to dance over here um Shut up, go siri. away siri yeah talo is the yeah we'll get into it yeah but i'm pretty sure that's where trevor slattery ends up and just stays because he, stays he started there. teaching them fucking <laughs> soccer and shit yeah. um no i mean this movie it does a thousand turns and it just keeps this movie feels like i'm gonna say this out loud and it sounds like a drag but it feels like they had to do two movies to make up for the time that Shang-Chi has not been in the MCU. Yes. That's what I it agree. feels like. Interesting. It feels like 
the but but mm-hmm. I feel like when it comes to the the length of the movie, it didn't feel like two movies. It it, it just felt like there was so much mm-hmm. compacted into this, yeah, like yeah. catching up to be done in a way. Pretty much, yeah. I, I can see what you mean. Um, I had I okay. I want to preface this by saying that I actually did like the movie. I mm-hmm. do see the movie as an entertaining movie. Um, but you didn't but, like but it. But that's about it. Yeah. <laughs> Do we like know? it's an entertaining movie, but I I just wanted more out of this, I guess. Uh, like we were delving into a whole new part of Marvel. Marvel. <laughs> of Marvel. Like, but on top of that, like, this is like a whole culture that yeah. we're exploring as well within the Marvel Universe, and I feel like they just didn't do it justice. Okay. Like, there's a lot of things that they they could have tried to do, and they yeah. just kind of half-assed it. Interesting. A lot. Well, um, uh, speak on that. Like, what yeah. do you mean? Do you have any examples? Purchase. No. Okay. <laughs> like, but that's and what that's, you That's one away. of the weird things, like, like that I was you, telling you earlier uh-huh. before the podcast, is, like, there's... I have a lot of problems with this movie, but at the same time, I don't have a lot of solutions yeah. for it either. Interesting. Um, what were you going to say? I thought, you, oh, maybe but I, no. But I also okay. found this movie to be very cheesy within the first, like, 30, 40 minutes of the movie. Super fucking cheesy mm-hmm. to the point where I was making stupid jokes like uh, Chester Cheetah from Cheetos is the director of this movie. What? Like, Why? Because I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> That's <laughs> I would not, not a good one. <laughs> I know, but I would not stop saying it. I was like, fuck it, Chester Cheetah direct this movie? But... <laughs> regardless i it was really cheesy and oh I just felt because like they of cheesy didn't. okay yeah. i finally got it it's a cheesy movie and and i was kind of excited to watch this movie and i think that's part of its downfall for me is um, that it didn't live up to expectations exactly uh-huh. huh. and going to like we talk a lot about that game that we all play on our phones marvel <laughs> contest of yes. champions and so right before i saw the trailer to this movie uh-huh. there was an event on that game for Shang Chi, mm-hmm. and they had um, a bunch of different stuff, and it was the Tournament of the Ten Rings, and so I was expecting more something along that storyline. That would have been to sick, be in the like movie. a tournament. Yes, and it just it just really bummed me out. There was so, a lot of stuff that they just didn't, I guess, push to their full extent that they could have. Yeah. Do you want to respond to that first, Kenny, or do you want? No, me let's to... hear what you got on. Okay, so I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. There, There is massive sections of this movie that are nowhere in promotion. Yes. And we do see a tournament mm-hmm. in, the, in the advertising for this movie. And so for them to hide Tao Lo from all promotion and being, as it is, a huge mythological new corner of the Marvel Universe, I agree that it kind of came out of nowhere it's kind of unexpected it doesn't make a lot of sense for it to be there suddenly Mm -hmm. i agree completely um i feel like i blame the advertisement for this because like on one hand you can think about thor ragnarok and never see any advertisement before going into it not knowing what's going on not knowing that he ends up fighting hulk on sakaar and then watching the movie and then being kind of disappointed because you're like huh they spent a lot of time on that sakaar thing i thought this was going to be more asgardian Mm -hmm. Right. The same thing could be said for Shang-Chi, but we saw all the advertisements. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's suddenly like they want us to have this new Wakanda 
to pay attention to and mm. accept as like all new lore and i'm all on board for that shit because we saw that with the dark elves we've seen it with you know uh, Muspelheim or whatever the fucking yeah. lava area yeah. is. We we get to see all these new corners of the Marvel universe all the time, but this one was a fucking secret. Yeah, and that's why it's kind of weird having to just absorb it now in this new sense where we thought this was going to be a kung fu movie. Yeah. <laughs> and and speaking to that. Um, that's another reason why I didn't like the movie. Well, just one of the things that I had problems I had with the movie is mm-hmm. the fact that the movie is called the legend of the 10 rings. Yeah. And the movie has very little to do with the legend of the 10 rings. I can agree. And with just that. the fact that the 10 rings are in the fucking movie. That's how it feels like. I mean, I guess what they're trying to say is this is the legend of the 10 rings. The last oh, like thousand <laughs> years that yeah. have been with the dead, you know, yeah. it's, a, it's a long enough to be called a legend, you know, yeah. time. I can see that. Um, yeah. uh, no, just so to get my couple of cents on. I mean, I feel like y'all were expecting a lot more out of this movie than yes. I think I was expecting out of this movie going into it because uh, I mean, you know, you hear people talk about like the Marvel fatigue and just being mm-hmm. tired mm-hmm. of like Marvel running the same, you know, track over and over again with another a different you know, uh, superhero filter put over it. Um, but I, you know what? I liked this movie for what it was. I thought it was a much more action packed Marvel movie than Mm -hmm. we've gotten in a while, but I thought a lot of the action was incredibly enjoyable. And I mean, maybe it's because I myself am on an anime binge in a way and just like, (laughs) like a little bit more of like Asian cultural style things, but Ooh. There's that thunder. Ooh, there's the rain. We might lose power. Um, so yeah, that'll be fun. Um, but um no yeah but i mean yeah, the asian kind of culture in there like the action sequences i thought really landed for me in this movie and is what kind of kept me mm-hmm. in it um when asked by people like well hey what'd you think of the movie since i kind of saw i saw it opening night i was like oh you know it's full your typical marvel cheese yeah uh, i was like but it's action-packed and fun was literally my response and i feel like that's kind of where i stand as far as me walking out of this movie and how i feel about it even now is like you know it's it's a Marvel movie. It is something right. that is is a giant net that has to be thrown over to the widest audience they can possibly get, you know. Yeah. And so they, uh, the Tai the Tai Lao situation is a little weird, but I have we see that they have not really culturally advanced, and yeah. so I have to believe that they're not only like Wakanda, they're not letting anybody in, but no one really ever leaves yeah. Tai Lao, and so it makes sense that they Ta Lo Ta Lo Ta Lo. Sorry, you're fine. I'll get low. <laughs> Paul Damon needs to get tall, low. Get in here. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm standing for anybody that doesn't understand what the fuck he's talking about. Um, what's it called? Um, but Talo, you know, so it makes sense that they would be a little bit unaware of what's going on in the world. And maybe when half of them disappeared, they were just like, oh, what the fuck? You know what yeah. I mean? Like they blamed it on something within their own culture and didn't even realize it was a big alien monkey. That <laughs> That's a great way to describe that. He's like was, a grape ape. Then. Yeah. A grape ape? <laughs> grape ape. The big snapping grape ape, you know, came and just no. fucked everything up. I- I don't dislike this movie. Yeah. I, no, that's not I, what I'm getting at. I'm just trying yeah. to even rationalize why I would be like, ah, that's why they didn't have anything to do with anything or why we've never heard of them up until this See, point. See, and that's you know? not even what I'm trying to say. I'm saying it's... I why feel like care? I... No. I feel like... I watched all the promotion for this and then was duped, like, uh, like in a me, weird me too. way. So how I felt me going too. into Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> kind of. But not, not duped in a bad way, because what I got... I enjoyed thoroughly. Got you. But I was assuming more kung fu. Mm-hmm. I was assuming mm-hmm. like 
Bruce Lee shit. Like, like tournament style, like almost pushing yes. Mortal Kombat. Like yes. what he's talking or like about. Enter like, the Dragon kind of thing. Yes, yeah. for sure. And so for it to be suddenly kind of like like this big giant Wukong like end of the world like legends of you know the east like huge dynamic mm-hmm. thing with dragons fighting in the sky i was like this is sick but this is not at all what i thought shang chi was at all gonna be yeah. right i re- there was a, i wanted to get a we got a kaiju in this bitch <laughs> from suicide squad because it's very relevant to this movie and i actually mm. said that in the movie theater <laughs> it sounds like you guys talk too much during the movie no so i don't <laughs> well i i'm just kidding me and amber talk to each other oh. like a lot yeah. during movies but we're, we're like whispering <laughs> <laughs> um no but i mean let's let's get into it simu yeah. lu plays shang chi and I think and he's who's the young Shang Chi. Oh, right, because he's just as important. I feel like they're, yeah. they're pretty equally that's, that's representative of the, the part. Mm-hmm. If you pull it up before me, go mm-hmm. ahead and shout it out, dude. That rain, though. I know it's Jaden Zhang Shang. Is, Is it raining? Mm-hmm. I can't even hear it. I'm worried about my car. Really? Yeah, because one of my windows falls down a little bit. You want to go check on it? All right, we're going to take a hot break real quick while Paul Damien goes and checks on his car due to the rain. Okay. Hey, guys, we're back. Um, We're having some... (laughs) Yeah, a little power outage there. (laughs) Yeah, and um, also, uh, I'm sorry for making us take a break, but if it makes y'all feel any better, I'm fucking soaked. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, (laughs) uh, But no, yeah, Jaden Zhang plays... uh, the youngest Little Shang Chi. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because there's even a fucking like baby Shang Chi. Oh, um, <laughs> Infant Shang. Yeah. No, I mean they they do both a, a great job playing this character, especially at separate ages. Even mm-hmm. ta- teen mm-hmm. Shang Chi does mm-hmm. a great job. Oh, so true. There's like a bunch of Shangs. Yeah, there is a Gee, bunch of Shang. Fucking Shang City over here. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I mean, like, how how do you guys? Because like, it does feel like. The beginning kind of opens as like this, this goofy kind of like, um, uh, like sitcom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or not sitcom, like a comedy. It's, it opens like a, like a San Francisco comedy, you know, just like a day in the life of Sean. And it, I don't know. It, well, uh, I guess I, that's I, the opening I, of Sean's journey because we yeah. actually open it with the whole fucking dad shit. Yeah, the dad shit and the 10 rings. Well, yeah. and then seeing as, but that's so like, open-ended we're just seeing random warfare it feels yeah. like and we're really just being introduced as the 10 rings and how they work as a weapon i guess which we also don't get a lot of explanation for but i feel like that's what the post nonsense is about anyway yeah. when we get it all the way down there um but to, this is going to sound like a diss on my part but it's kind of the same as the ben kingsley thing i we knew aquafina was going to be in this movie i was happy to have her in it knowing mm-hmm. that she would be like kind of like the best friend comedy relief i didn't realize she was going to be in literally every single scene like she's the whole the whole Shang movie she is yeah. in there's a, yeah. there's like a handful of scenes he's in that she's not and that's about it you mm-hmm. know and it's mostly action scenes and beyond that she's there Every step of the way, you know, and so that was a big surprise for me that it yeah. Did was you think much it was more. Bad? What was? No, that's what I'm saying. It's going to come off as a diss, but it was. It was a surprise for me that it was okay. more campy like that, or more like. Uh, what was the rating on this movie? It was probably PG thirteen. I guess PG-13? more. Yeah, friend focused. Yeah. I guess is you want to mean. You can it, tell it, they it, did a lot to keep it PG thirteen. It felt like a friendly adventure, and that's what I went back. That's what I'm going on when I say mm-hmm. this was to- a huge net to be tossed. You know, they had yeah. to make this where six year old, four year olds can go and see it and enjoy it. You know 
now all the way to us, you like, know, and having to be able to digest. Well, not it only that, like different it. global markets as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and the diff- the the notorious waters of the global market when it yeah. comes to being a movie. <laughs> there was um something during the movie that me and Amber talked about, and it's during his... the movie you guys talk too much during you these know. fucking movies. Fuck everybody who's not me and Amber. Okay, <laughs> I don't care. Um, <laughs> no, but um, it's during the where they show his mother's death scene. Um, where she has like an off-camera death, right? You uh-huh. know, and then he goes to her or and whatever, and she's dead. Yeah. <laughs> um, me and Amber, I made fun of it because I was like, "Oh yeah, she's wearing a white outfit, and there's no blood or anything. She obviously got beat to death or something by these dudes, and she's just not even remotely. She still has her makeup on. Yeah. She's fine. No, like, I mean, I, I it's agree little things like that that were actually really like nagging at me i honestly anybody should watch this movie if you want to watch the movie watch it i just i was looking at it with a really critical eye for whatever reason no i can i can understand that i did i did find that a hair jarring and it did kind of take me out of it for a second it's like the little things but i at the same time i don't think i needed bruises or blood to understand that she was dead and that's all the scene was really yeah but but it's just stuff like that that really just shows me that they they were trying really hard to keep it PG-13. Oh. They were trying really hard to do something a certain way to pander to people. Oh, of course. And that's, I think that's probably what annoys me more than anything. Because I feel like when you do that kind of thing, you don't give it a full 100%. And it's hard sure. to give it a 100%. And I just that's just how I am. I'm like, if you're going to do something, do it right. The only, Try. Oh, you know well, I was I mean? going to say, the only thing I'm going to compare that to, and this is not just showing your point, but it's like, I didn't need Mufasa to be like bloody and beaten <laughs> to True. understand that he was dead and get the emotional pull. So, I mean, that's just I that's Disney from yeah. as far back as I can even think about them. They, they represent death as an apparent as lightly mm-hmm. as possible, you know? Yeah. So. Um, and obviously that's animation to live action. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, Loki got his neck snapped by Thanos. True. And no, that's I also mean, Disney. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, and we see him turn, like, purple. Yeah. And, yeah. And we, we have seen, like, you know, blood on deaths. faces of, you know, Cap or Iron Man or whoever. I agree. I think I might be talking, like, dumb when mm-hmm. I say this, but I think that might have something to do with the Chinese market. Do you yeah. think so? I, I can imagine. I think that they're just very cautious with with what is portrayed and shown on I don't think that's film. dumb at all. I think that has a lot yeah. to do with some of the punches pulled in this movie as far as visuals and, you know, stylistic choices maybe. Yeah. And, and even though, you know, the outfit designs yeah. and choices mm-hmm. were he- heavily probably influenced by, you know, them having to because that's such an important market for this movie, you know, exactly. more than any other Marvel movie that's ever existed. Obviously, they wanted a balance in those markets. So um, I think you're absolutely right. And it's why some of the things are like are the way that they are, you know, yeah. <laughs> to be more sensitive to just an oh, entire. Sure. I just looked up the um, the budget for this movie. Have uh-huh. you all seen it? No. Eight hundred million. A uh, hundred and fifty million dollars. Oh, hey, that's a low. That's uh. kind of low. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The, and it, they actually, um, but you know why I can they under- kind of portrayed a lot with that much too. Yeah, I can understand mm-hmm. that because some of the CGI was kind of bad. But there's not a lot of actors in this movie. It's something I can kind of applaud it for. Yeah, like, yeah. there's not a super large cast. You know, like even mm-hmm. I feel like Black Panther. You know, even for its little condensed story, they had all of the what are they called the the Dormelage the Dormelage is exactly all of um, the other. Yeah, like the Baku's, outskirts. Yeah, the oh, Baku's yeah. people. Yeah. So, you know, they had a lot more to build on with this story. I mean, we have 
I got, I'm not gonna be able to say anything right. Talo. Yeah. Um, but what was that? Like maybe 20 people. Yeah. <laughs> like, so maybe that's why the character, the actors seem to fit the characters a little bit more to me mm-hmm. in this movie than like, past marvel movies that's true you're not keeping up with as much stuff yeah. you know what i mean and that's what i applaud this movie for is that it it even though it focused on i think more things than expected which is what i mean by like aquafina being around in every instance mm-hmm. you know ben kingsley being more relevant mm-hmm. it still did a good job of like focusing on what it was trying to focus on in my opinion you know yeah. Th- to me this movie played out like six issues of a comic book it was like okay. here's your character here's the thing they're being the, no, go ahead. the thing they're being given and here's the adventure they went on to get to that point yeah. Here, here's your epic sixth you know issue that our fifth issue that's got all this crazy shit in it and then sixth issue cleans it up and then we're done you know mm. and that's that so i watched that movie like a comic book so that's why i was like that was good yeah. that, was, that was good six issues of shang chi it you know felt like, like it, you <laughs> comparing it like that it it's like an episode of uh uh, regular show where it starts out very mundane and then turns into fucking floating That's heads so with wings coming out of their ears or yeah, some shit. I mean, you know it, what I mean? It's like it's like WandaVision where it had such a tonal change, you know. Yeah. Uh, and right in the middle of the show, this movie does that. We have exactly such a regular tone early on, and then literally by bus scene, you know, we get that's meant to be our obvious, like, oh, the everything. That's, yeah. We didn't know what was going on the whole time, you know, like, <laughs> um, which we all expect, obviously. But I think we even get an even great. It even picks it up again the moment the dad like puts the emeralds in the dragon's eye and all the water explodes, yeah. and it's like, oh, this is even the uh, next layer the onion has been peeled back into the magic world when they make it through the waterfall and they come into like the most vibrant world in the the galaxy so so i don't want anybody to think that i hated this movie (laughs) no (laughs) because i actually i did enjoy the movie it was very entertaining um one thing i'll give this movie props on is that it it made a good movie out of not a good movie like this movie's not that good in a lot of ways but it's still a good movie to watch. It's very entertaining. Yeah. You can get a lot out of it um, if you're not as critical as I am. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and, and that's really what it comes down to. You know, I'm yeah. a stickler for like little things. So I feel I, like you've been I, a little less critical like up until this point. You I know, don't, you, yeah. Dude, I don't know why. Episodes, just, you were like, I don't know. I just love movies. So yeah. Maybe I'm not being critical. You know, so. I don't know why this movie made me so mad because it's a Marvel movie. You know, Prob- and, that's probably what it is. You know? And I really think that kind of what we even talked on, the fact that it had to like pat itself down in blatant ways, you were just, it were so obvious, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was just like a little triggering to watch the whole time. You're like, why why'd they do that like that? Like, why did they pull that punch? You know, like why didn't they do that a little bit more grandi you know, grandiose? Sure. I love that word. I just so everybody knows. That is a good word. Grandiose. Kathy, I can't wait. I have to take a bite of this panini. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, no, yeah, it, this movie has a lot of big leaps to jump through. Mm-hmm. And I think it's handled pretty well, like Kenny was saying. Like, it, if you're just in for the ride, you're you're in for the ride. Definitely. Um, there is some... Body. <laughs> some body. Uh, <laughs> There are a lot of obvious Marvel things that needed to happen in this movie. Um, you know, the the big action scene punctuated with a joke. Yeah. Or, you mm-hmm. know, like, whatever it may be. The the fact that other characters had to appear yeah. in the way that they do. Um, I thought, I was hoping for more, because I guess this was, all these events were happening in 2021. 
or 2020. Yeah, I guess the they've events. been retconned right? since filming to be 2021. Yeah, because from the timing framing we were given yeah. throughout the film. Um, and so I was hoping, like, we get a mention of the snap once, you know, where yeah. there's like yeah. in a world where half the population, I, I want more emotional repercussions or i feel like that that's something they could do so much more with in these stories you know i feel what I mean? like, like i feel like that has to be its own thing though i feel like not because then if you keep doing that every gonna movie is done. gonna have to keep doing it you know and so yeah. that's why it has to be like a sideline like now this. they have to just maybe like something like make it a snap <laughs> yeah yeah just like you remember when this thing happened yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but no i mean maybe there has to be I like one more movie or something that really talks about that and drives it home that things are now going to change. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that to everyone, things are back to normal. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's what the Falcon and Winter Soldier show is kind of trying to fuck with. But yeah, um, they could have done a better job with that. <laughs> Absolutely. Dang it. Now I forgot what I was going to say um, about the snapping. Oh, yeah. I like that it's public knowledge. The Thanos snapping is what caused everyone to disappear. <laughs> and because it, it wouldn't be, you yeah. know, people wouldn't know why half the pot, it wouldn't be public knowledge. Everybody knew, like, we got snapped out of existence, you know? Scott Lang, let it slip, <laughs> that fucking dickhead. Um, I think it's so funny that they just keep leaning into the idea that it was a snap. Yeah. Like, you can't fucking snap with a metal fucking gauntlet on. You can't. There's no fucking flesh for it to slap Dude, again. He's motherfucking Thanos. <laughs> it would be like, thong. yeah, it would be. Thong. Thong. He he belled, and half the universe disappeared. <laughs> uh, let's take a quick break, and then when we come back, we'll finish talking about Shang Chi. Hey guys, welcome yeah, yeah, back. Hey guys, welcome God. back. Hey guys, Fuck. welcome back. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, who's gonna do it? Wonderful. I will. Um, welcome back. We we're talking about Shang-Chi. Um, <laughs> there was the two cameos. The boys fighting in the cage once mm. we finally get there. The the structure of this movie is very serendipitous. Yeah. Where things kind of just happen the way... Like, like we see the reun- reunion of brother and sister. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, the Ten Ring boys are there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's just like... And, and that's two, on a two-hour film, yeah. Yeah, it picks up the pace for sure. There's only one lull, and I'll talk about it. But it's it is a Marvel movie where it's just like this happens, then unexplainable. This happens, and it's coincidental and moves yeah. us right into the next piece. Um, two men make an appearance in this movie that are issued by Kevin Feige as needing to appear in this movie and doing what they do, and that is Wong and Abomination. So it was Abomination. Okay. Yes. They, they were pretty much the only pre-planted thing that was like, this needs to be in this movie. Except for the, po- or well, the, the pre-post. Ending. Yeah. Yeah. And what was the reason? Did, was there any reason? So what I'm assuming from the post-credits, or the pre-post-credits scene, yeah. is Post-credit that... Post-credit one. Yeah. Is that this, now that the Infinity Saga, in quotes, has come to an end, we need that one piece that's going to kind of bring everyone back together again. And, mm. you know, in the first, you know, iteration of the first three phases, it was Nick Fury. He yeah. showed up at the end of every movie in the fucking first three movies. So, hey, you won't be in my right. squad? My suicide squad? <laughs> first four movies. I have a, uh, there's a, there's an initiative, yeah. the suicide initiative. <laughs> um, so now I think it's going to be mystic based. Yeah, because Doctor Strange showing up in um, the next Spider-Man movie. Right. And then, I mean... Shang-Chi essentially being mystical right. already and then meeting up with Wong. Yeah. Well, I think that was the almost like the red herring was that we were expecting Kung Fu and instead we got 
heavy mystic in this mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. It was like magic items and once again dragons and yeah. demon monsters and all yeah. this stuff that you would expect more in like a fucking Doctor Strange book and For not sure. or movie and not so much Shang-Chi. Well, I mean you would, but I guess yeah. it's not what we were thinking Shang-Chi one. Unfortunately yeah. I've never read Shang-Chi. Well no, there's one book and I think it came out around Secret Wars that was pretty good. The Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. I think we read it. Mm. Um but uh, no, I mean, I've never read any real big Shang-Chi appearance except for in a couple of issues of Spider-Man where he's teaching him Spider-Fu. Yeah. Where he's, like, coming up with his own martial art. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you would. He's got his own Spidey sense and stuff. Yeah. Like, his own way of moving. Yeah. But, I, you know, it's he's always that character. He's always like, well, who's going to teach him yeah. martial arts? Shang-Chi, of course. You know, it's like Shang-Chi's only ever there to be that guy. And so it's cool. I wonder if... You know, Talo is in the comics mythology because I've never gone down that corner of the world because Shang-Chi has always, up until Jonathan Hickman's Avengers, felt so separate from yeah. the rest of the universe. And by the way, his outfit in this, the Demon Scale outfit, in, yeah. in photos, in the promotions, in the posters, I hated the suit. In live action, I really, really liked it. I didn't it. like it. Really? really? Yeah, I didn't like it. I liked it I both. Was- I, I like ex- him and Xiling. Expecting yeah. more like a comic key, like the way it looks in the comic books Dude. with the gold. Well, okay, so yeah, there is that costume. My favorite is when he's in the Avengers. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. is a, he, he's, a little more reminiscent of what we got from the movie. He, it's yeah. like Enter the Dragon, how you were mentioning earlier, mm. the fucking, the blinding yellow suit that is then referenced as the bride in, in yeah. uh, Kill Bill. Yeah. But his is red. Yeah. And it's so fucking sick dude why do you think they chose to go with like a red um, tracksuit with shang chi versus iron fist what do you mean like making a movie about shang chi versus making a movie about netflix the iron fist yeah i think it's just that you think it was we the still netflix have thing? we still have a, a sour taste in our mouth from iron fist oh, dude, so that is a, a sick ass yeah, yeah so i brought it up i brought up the costume from avengers world but even beyond that i really think that I mean, they want, you know, we, I, I agree that we need, we deserve more culturally diverse movies. And yes. I'm sure for a lot of Asian American people, this movie's gonna, they're gonna love it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not just because it's, you know, representative of them, because it, but it is a good movie that dwells in their culture a little bit. Cause I believe mm. these stories have to be at least a little bit true from Chinese culture or any yeah. of their mythos, some mythos from them. And you know what? Not what you meant to put. <laughs> on, on, top that that, <laughs> on top of that, Iron Fist, Danny Rand, is a white guy yeah. Yeah, like appropriating their culture exactly. you know, in a sense. You know, that's yeah. not what he's doing. But yeah. the, in a sense, that's what how people might even see it nowadays, where Shang-Chi is an Asian-born American. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So it it's a lot more... I get digestible. Uh, you know I what agree. I mean? And so, I mean, like, Black Panther was so great for so many reasons when it came to that, you mm. know, cultural representation. I think this was just a smart move to go in that same direction, but we also deserve it. I like, it makes it fresh in that way, you know, mm. that it's like, instead of, because I feel like that is, at the end of the day, what really took this off of the beaten path of that Marvel fatigue, you mm. know, vicious circle we're stuck in in the Marvel movies, where it was the more mythosy side of the this movie that got to let it have more fun and play, and we got dragons and yeah. kaiju and all this fucking cool shit that we didn't expect from what we thought was going to be a kung fu Mortal Kombat fucking uh, yeah. analog, you know? No, I agree completely. What were those little creatures called? The, the furry um, ones with I'm, the yeah, tiny angel wings. Literally about to bring them up. And so let's. I, I, yeah, I think they're called. 
I think it's a peacock wing. I, I'm not sure. They, yeah, something they're weird. They fucking look like adorable. Wings, yeah. I know they are adorable. So Morris cute. is one of them. Uh, so they're Morris. called uh, Dijang or Dijang. Dijang. Um, they're from actual mythology. I might be mm-hmm. butchering these fucking names. No, terribly. that's okay. Um, but they're pretty cute. And then of course we had the phoenix that mm-hmm. showed up flying around. Um, there was the nine-tailed foxes. Those were yes. my. Those are so, those are so cool. Little baby. It's a low in nine tails. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's uh, the guardian lions. Mm-hmm. Yes. That were oh my god! Sick. sick. They looked great. They're gorgeous. They looked so good. So I-, I wanted to talk about this. You said there was some CGI parts that didn't look so great. Can you remember any instances? Because as so far as I can um, think, <laughs> this movie looked kind of great. It was mainly like background CGI. Oh, okay. The creatures obviously needed to be done. A certain way mm-hmm. so this the creatures look amazing yeah but there's some parts where like they're falling i i can't remember exactly where but i believe they're like falling off of a cliff or something mm-hmm. and there's like a green background and the background is fucking horrible really? you could see where it where like the green screen meets up with a floor or a wall or something really Interesting. yeah it looks to me it looked really bad see I'm and like- it kind of upset me because for that to make it this far you know, without getting noticed, without getting noticed is is upsetting. I thought you were going to bash on like the some of the CGI and like the train or the bus fight scene because honestly, I thought it looked fucking sick. Mm-hmm. I I was very impressed by the the part where Shang Chi kicks Razor Fist back into the back of the bus and then it speeds up and he as he lands into the front. Yeah, I thought all that looked so clean. When that part happened, I was like. <laughs> that was fucking so good and i don't like action movies i'm not one to go yeah. see an action movie and so that's where i got very hesitant once this movie started really being like oh we're we're gonna be we're gonna be actiony yeah i was like oh no and so it actually i thought it balanced out very well and i thought a lot of the action w- cgi was very impressive and showing disney's or marvel's you know like uh, how far they've grown yeah. you know what i mean in their ability to do like really cool action sequences like that and not make it look so cgi heavy um mm-hmm. but in just making digestible fun action you know what yeah. i mean i thought um the dad and mom's first scene uh, oh, yeah, together sure. was an was a fun fight Ugh. i i it, it oh was so God. reminiscent it was of, cringy for me really yeah it was just so reminiscent of crouching tiger hidden dragon yeah, or, see, or yeah. just anything like that where i mean it's, exactly it's very spiritual very um it's very natural is what i like i love the idea that being in tune with nature would just mm-hmm. naturally make you a better fighter, you know, yeah. and like you'd be able to like work with the wind and, you mm-hmm. know, use things like that. And even it's like a half magic, half just natural ability. It was know? the cheesy looks they gave that oh. they kept giving. The, those were cringy. <laughs> those were so cringy you, for me to you watch. You could have dipped sausage in this fondue. It was so <laughs> cheesy, really but, but that was expected. I don't know. Maybe I expected that. Maybe I went in with, I, a pot, I with a, a, some bacon bits and, you know, mm-hmm. like marshmallows and I was just ready to dip them all in the cheese, you know, like <laughs> maybe that's why I was like a little less uh, upset about that kind of level because i was honestly expecting that you know what i mean i was I expecting that hidden dragon right. crouching tiger you know <laughs> whichever a hidden ranch hidden valley. ranch yeah valley <laughs> valley tigers <laughs> um i wanted to talk about Sounds like a softball team uh, yeah <laughs> um the the market for this movie again is gonna be china like i mean no yeah. it's, it is america but yeah. they're trying real hard to get that chinese get market yeah and i feel like this kind of like romance the fact that we have flashbacks the fact that the villain is so sympathetic mm-hmm. all of these aspects i feel like go into a trend of movies that we're maybe not too aware of yeah and maybe and that's why i didn't like it so much mm-hmm. i it's very possible yeah. like it, it makes me think 
if we were to get like a an Indian superhero from Marvel and mm. they came out with a movie, would we get like a Bollywood movie where there would be like a a dance sequence and a yes. and, and singing and and music turn up to fifteen? Yeah, and <laughs> it's Holy just like shit. I would kind of dig it. it, and it has everything. It has romance, comedy, action, drama. You know, and and, and I I feel like that's something that this this movie's trying to tap into mm-hmm. with how this movie kind of feels spiritually Chinese in well, the way like, it's made. Mm-hmm. It just feels like it's so many things it's trying to really punch yeah. and punctuate. You know, I mean, it, it check boxes, even, right? You know, and that's a bummer for it because it had all these boxes it needed to check. And I yeah, mm-hmm. I think once it's again, trying to be weird. a jack of all trades, yeah. You know, it's trying to please a lot of people. Yeah. To the biggest cultures in the entire world. Yeah. And that's even something that, because I was talking to uh, Steven and Mikey about this, a couple of our friends. They actually haven't seen it. Okay. But I was just talking about how, like, just a a little few things that I didn't like about the movie, just Mm -hmm. how cheesy it was. And they were just telling me, like, well, it's probably because of how many people they're trying to pander to, how many different groups of people that they need to make sure like the movie yeah so know? basically what we're all trying to tell you paul damien is it sucks have, i get you, it no you suck you I have do to suck. be like everyone else you have just... to accept that this movie is a four foot local swimming pool and not the ocean you know oh. <laughs> it's, well, not, I don't, it's not too deep it's not so deep yeah, yeah like i don't that's a good I don't analogy care about the ocean I would rather swim in the four foot swimming no, pool. No, they want kids. Then to you're be, gonna love Shang-Chi. They want kids. <laughs> they want kids and their parents to all feel safe. Fair enough. Swimming in this movie, you there's know? no they sharks in these waters. Yeah, they don't. They want to be able to look away from their children and not worry and not turn back, and they've just been swept out into the depths of, of this movie, you know. So <laughs> it doesn't um, make sense. It doesn't make sense. You went too far. No, I liked it. I liked my analogy. Bad analogy. Um, no, uh, to get back. To my point I was trying to make earlier, like a thousand miles away. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Double back. Wong and oh, Abomination, yeah, the Abomination show movie, up. Mm-hmm. They have a, an exchange of lines before they both go into yes. the, the hole together. The <laughs> the magic yeah. sparkle hole. Um, <laughs> and it, he Wong's talking about how he needs to work on his punch or something like that. Insinuating that they've been working together. They're t- they're yeah, a team. He says yeah. you need to learn how to pour your punches better or something yeah. like that. And it's like... What the fuck does that mean? What is going on between these two fools? <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought that we would have brought back Abomination as like a potential hero? Yeah. And I mean, a lot of people have been picking him as their like Dark Avengers like Ooh. pool for so that a, works, a Hulk. But then the post credit scene, we see that Wong is already in contact with the Hulk, which depowered and in a sling yeah i think that was meant to indicate yeah depowered and in a sling yeah Yeah. um so i mean we'll 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 find out more as we go on but it they're obviously this is all kevin feige shit where he's like this has to be in it mandate this has to be in it you know yeah um how do you guys feel about that being sprinkled in this movie that already feels pretty meaty as it is um i was kind of annoyed just because this this for me this kind of goes back to the title of the movie, The Legend of the Ten Rings. Uh-huh. And I, I know we already talked about mm-hmm. how, you know, this movie oh, yeah. is essentially The Legend of the Ten Rings. Right. Um, but I, I felt like they didn't delve into that until the second post credit scene. Oh, okay. Right? Which no, is yeah. basically, we don't know. Yeah, know? which like, is basically them being like, well, you said he had them for a thousand years. They could be older than that. That's yeah. more like the legend of the Ten Rings. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's I have a theory. That's about something all this, that kind of annoyed I'll, me. I'll talk about. But it then we could like 
Kenny was saying, you kind of see these as like the Star Wars movies. Like the title is kind of what the movie is going through right. at the moment. And it's you know not what I mean? Like, like how, it's going this, to end how this like legend that. affects this story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that, I think that's more what I was looking for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, what about you? How do you feel about Wong and Abomination being forced into this movie? I mean, I I knew this movie was going to be like an origin for Shang-Chi, so I was very unsure of how relevant it was going to be to the wider MCU. So, mm-hmm. yeah, like you even said, they're, they're, it's just them filling in their setting their own shit up you know what i mean just like anything it's marvel they, being Mar- marvel and disney being disney yeah i would even argue you know just like we need to set our other chess pieces up while also playing with this one you know what <laughs> i mean and so um it's just it's smart it was so my thing for me it was subtle you know what i mean yeah. it wasn't like some heavy part of this movie was based it's not like I'm trying to think of a good example. Like a fragment of one of the Infinity Stones showed up in this movie and was like relevant or something. You know, this movie can stand on its own two feet in that way. But you still get small moments like that that feed into what can now be a greater, you know, future phase. You know, it doesn't have to rely on the greater MCU. And uh, that I was grateful for. I guess I'm asking, is that a detriment to this movie? Nah, that's what I'm saying. They just, yeah. they don't matter. You I don't know think what I mean? so. Yeah, I just think it's just it getting work help. done. Yeah, if they would, I guess what I'm getting at is if they would, they would have chosen to like make Wong and Abomination Central. more relevant, essential to this movie. Like mm. they they became back as key parts to winning the final battle. Then I'd be kind of like, dang. But the fact that they were just there to be like, well, you're gonna see us later. You know, yeah. like, hey, yeah. hey, you know, it's like it's like putting the gun. You know, it's like showing the gun. You know, right. so now but, we know. Like, sweet, we're gonna get to <laughs> we use it later. The gun, like three movies. Ago. It's yeah. a reverse cameo. So, <laughs> so that is so true. But man, it's just exactly it's just Easter eggs to get the fans hyped for the future. And mm-hmm. I think we've been seeing that shit since iron man one if we go back and really look at it right yeah this movie um is beautiful i love mm-hmm. um visually i was very gorgeous in the asshole again you know um how do you guys feel about death dealer the guy in the cool kabuki outfit i was bummed he was so irrelevant yeah well he kind of just is yeah i mean i guess that's the reality of it but i mean if they were going to make him such an emotional mountain for for shang chi to have to get past there mm-hmm. it should have been hammered in more you know what i mean i feel like that would have been too many hammers and and yeah. i think it's important that they show that he's relevant to mm-hmm. uh ooh, he's, uh Wen Wu. oh yeah uh as being like his right hand man kind of before he gets his razor fist um <laughs> but it, like i don't think he was I think he was just cool and flash. Yeah. You know what I mean? And showing that he is a permanent marker in Shang-Chi's like life. L- well, also like relationship with his father. Oh. You know what I mean? And so for him to show up again and he's like, Oh fuck this dude again. I you guess, know? I guess my issue is that he really is just there to be like, well, we can't have him ha- fight the dad yet. You yeah, know, exactly. so we need <laughs> exactly. the dad to have some part of him. He can some physical part of him. He can fight and mm-hmm. overcome in this moment, yeah. you know, cause it, it's just essentially the relationship he has with his father being personified in just a un, a literal faceless rival, yeah. you know. So. I, I think it's cool that we get these characters, mm-hmm. Razor Fist and Death Dealer. I liked Razor Fist, funny yeah. enough, and I liked that he had a character arc yeah. that I did not expect when he yeah. showed up as just a big brute idiot in yeah. the beginning of the movie, you know. 
it was such a surprise to have these guys just jump Shang on a bus. <laughs> I love how um, Aquafina makes fun of him for being like, you change your name from Shang to Sean? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Like in the trailer, you're like, yeah, it's a good joke. But the fact how she kept playing on it, it was pretty yeah. good. I did, I did like that joke. Um, I guess we should talk about... We haven't talked about Jai Ling a little bit. Uh, the sister. Right. And her kind of whole arc throughout. Nan. Her. What? Nan. Ying Nan. Oh, no. Oh, okay. Zai I thought you were talking is... about the aunt. No. The sister of yeah, the mother. The sister, yeah. no, the sister <laughs> of Ling, yeah. Shang-Chi. Yeah. Shai Ling. Because um, I, I liked her whole arc greatly throughout this. And yeah, she, true. she is our other post-credit scene. Yes. She's yeah. our second post-credit scene. She's the post-post-post-credit scene. She's the new leader of the Ten Rings. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, I thought that made so much sense. Literally at the end when Shang Li was like, oh, she's over there deconstructing my dad's organization. I literally was like, bullshit she is right. and so when it showed her over there like sitting on the throne i was like that's that's so she cool. was running an organization when you first met her exactly yeah. and <laughs> I, I i thought that all that shit was cool as i fuck. thought it was all cool as fuck and i like the idea of her starting that organization at 16 you know mm-hmm. i i like the idea of a fight club like you know like a such an organized arena style fight club like yeah. that where they literally have like an octagon and shit you know and it's so supernatural John John was cool i thought he was fucking yeah. funny i thought he was cool too yeah. and i liked that he was there as her right hand in the yeah. end she like brought him along he's like that gangster you know yeah. so there and i like that he uh called english the abcs yeah he's like oh i speak the abcs and yeah. I, I like and that's probably a relevant cultural thing you know? yeah. so there's just so much about like the little bits of her arc that i thought were uh really cool mm-hmm. um and i liked her fighting style i loved that she used the kill bill fucking style you know yeah uh rope fucking dagger i'm sure there's a proper name for that oh i'm we sure don't there fucking is. Know we it. don't fucking know and we don't martial <laughs> I'm gonna art look it up right look now it up. okay look it up what, what does jailing fight with um <laughs> But no, yeah, I mean, she she was a very cool character. Mm-hmm. I you're once again with the Aquafina thing. I didn't ex- anticipate so many people to be along the journey with Shang Chi. Yeah, and so I, I I did kind of appreciate that the movie didn't have to just lean on Shang Chi for any emotional beats, whether it be uh, for humor or otherwise. Yeah, you know, and so it it was cool to have her. It just feels like the Shuri thing again where we have this other very relevant character and granted she got way more spotlight than shuri ever mm-hmm. did but it feels like like world of wakanda is i think more a- aptly named than black panther 2 because it's not just about black panther you yeah know? it's about the whole world thing. of wakanda yeah and so it's it's like i don't know i i wish that I don't know. It just focused too much on Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. And I, I just anticipated just Shang-Chi the whole, whole time. I really hate to tell you guys this. Uh-huh. But it's essentially called the rope dart. <laughs> um, that makes so, so much sense. They're very straightforward over there, yeah, which so, I appreciate. Um, it, in, they have a simplified Chinese and traditional <laughs> Chinese way of saying it. Uh-huh. Um, but this is like characters. And I, I can't read that. Oh, yeah. Um, but there is... Uh, I'm probably going to butcher these. Okay. Um, but Sheng Biao. Okay. Also known in Japanese culture as the Johio. Oh. Yes. That's pretty good. So that's that's what um, Scorpion uses. Yes. Yes. And so um, other adaptations were like a, a chain chain whip. Mm-hmm. Oh, and true. like a, they, instead of a dagger, they'd have like a hammer. 
or something at the end. Just stuff like that. Yeah, that's um, cool. But it's, yeah, it's a fucking rope dart. There you go. The more you know. <laughs> it, so It looked cool. <laughs> where do you think she's going to show up with the Ten Rings moving forward? Do you have any ideas on where that's going to become no relevant? Clue. I hope they do. I want more martial arts. And I'm very happy with how Taolo and we should talk about the ending for sure. Uh I'm very happy with how all of that looked and felt and fit into this movie. But I really want like who? Well, I mean, Shang-Chi can do it. Iron Fist can do it. Mm -hmm. You know, there's there's other hand to hand combatants Mm -hmm. in the Marvel Universe. I would love to see Immortal Iron Fist a la Matt Fraction where there's a tournament of the nine realms or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? I would love to see shit like that because I feel like that is cooler to watch personally. I don't know. Let's have fucking Taskmaster show up and be like, teach me fucking kung fu you know yeah. and then she becomes a more relevant character Dude, outside imagine of- if taskmaster <laughs> was her like he joined or she joined the fucking ten rings that would be fucking sick yeah. so what if the next movie they do do a tournament of the ten rings and they have all these extra characters in there oh my God. like iron fist mm-hmm. and maybe abomination yeah just like random different like hand-to-hand combat characters fighting maybe even we throw in spider-man to try to win the 10 rings <laughs> right. you know just for the hell of it i mean they could do something and they like, could yeah, have just it and they you know literally just have him in there for the hell of it have him lose his first fight yeah. whatever you know yeah i they, think that would be awesome and it'll give shang chi another way to earn them earn the 10 rings i you know uh, okay what were you gonna say no oh, no i was just gonna make a joke like they could literally have someone using like an iron man suit remotely you know in the f- yeah. in the fight you know and just do fucking have jason hammer yeah. show back up and, you know, and, what justin, justin hammer. hammer i always want to call him jason <laughs> jason I think, hammer I think, I think it's because i think jason is a more evil name than <laughs> sorry J- any jason out there hearing this your name sucks well it's a you're a you're a kill you're a serial killer um, uh, <laughs> wow what jason um so i mean this 40s. movie how do you guys feel about the um the antagonist's motivation in this movie i thought it was pretty cool that very, he yeah it's a very family i thought it was movie. great yeah I, I thought that that was fucking sick that it wasn't just like oh i want to control the world yeah it was like i want your mama back please yeah I, i'm being well, manipulated by a monster it's kind of funny because it does start off with i want to control the world yeah. and then it leads into uh i just want to have my wife back yeah i mean they know? do a good job of being like she was the only thing that ever made him good and so obviously when she was gone he would snap right back into the worst version of himself right. you know when she was taken away from him from due to the repercussions of that evil version of himself even you know how do you feel about shang chi's uh journey with his dad post his mother's death up where, until 14 basically where he you know goes with him to find to interrogate a guy he sees how badly he beats all those guys up and then goes on to train and train and train to be an assassin to Killing finally every- kill <laughs> the man responsible how do you feel about that whole arc that we only get really in flashbacks and dialogue i would love to see that in like an animated series or even for them to do like a three or four page comic yeah i think that would be really cool just to show his development over mm-hmm. that and him change from maybe maybe he starts off as a scared child to an angry child back to somebody who's scared and just doesn't want to do what his dad wants him to do you know i think that would be a great arc you know it's it's a it's a circle it starts off um at the same point that it ends so yeah i think it would be beautiful it's, I would so, like it's, that. it's so anime. Yeah, it is. Opinion. It totally that's, is, and I think that's why I would like to see it. That's what it kind of <laughs> comes down to: is like a parent died, 
and now they're going to become the world's greatest assassin. Uh, Batman. Cute. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I was, I was also <laughs> going to compare it to Batman, you know, and, but he just does it at such an older age and by choice, you know, that it, idea reminds me of that movie Ninja Assassin. Oh, is that what that's about? Kind of. Who's oh. seen that movie? I, I have, <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee other people have seen it. Okay. I've, I wanted to see that movie when it came out. It came out in like 2012 or some shit. Yeah. Um, I, I, I want to still talk but, about this real quick. Is that what you wanted from this movie? You wanted it to be more ninja assassin? Not more even just close. More just blood and guts and raw Ian's action? trying to talk right now, Kenny. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, okay. So I, I, he, in, in dialogue with Aquafina's character, Katie, mm-hmm. he says that he did kill the man responsible for his mother's death and we don't see it we don't mm. ever see it now. yeah but then his response to her response is that i'm gonna kill my father and then she doesn't really have a response to that either i found that such an odd thing to happen in this movie mm. we kind of didn't need any of that for no OSAC. if he's struggling with those things then have some resolve with it not just have him say it she's like Oh okay. <laughs> well, her fa- her face was just like like well, yeah, kind of I mean, shock, but then like he kind of just leaves or cries or whatever, and then the final battle happens when the ten rings show up. Uh, do you think that's um uh like directing issue? No, or no, 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 no. I think like that's that? a script, yeah. like a script issue. issue. Yeah, and I don't even think it's an issue. I think it's it's not. I don't feel like it has purpose in this film mm-hmm. yeah regardless like for us to know that shang chi has killed before doesn't change the fact that we have been writing with shang chi this whole time yeah we don't anticipate him to kill you know what i mean that, like, should, that doesn't need to be a struggle in this movie the, the right. conflict of killing or not killing and it, it's only ever really approached in those like moments where everything every other action sequence for all he knows he could break someone's neck he's to- tossing him out of bus moving buses fuck out of people he throws one of them out of like the moving bus window like three of them yeah Yeah, yeah. so i mean like there's obviously no real uh thought on what could be potentially happening to those men so there's no real reason to delve into the like like batman-esque should i be killing you know yeah Yeah, i just found that a bit weird we also learned that he learned to kill a man in every way possible was what his training was described to us so obviously that's if he was trained that efficiently he would kill that efficiently you know what i mean you kill like it's instinct it's you know it's not something that you like even think about you do it like it's second nature so yeah um so the final battle they fight with the ten rings we find out that shang chi through uh practice with his aunt can take the ten rings and manipulate them Mm -hmm. for his own in a way that i guess his father never could Mm. um but there's also the whole legend of talo and how they protected their village from the evil other side mm-hmm. with using like a big dragon scale wall. That's right. what they make all their weapons and their armor out of um, to block them away. And that's all, you know, great and lore and stuff to build on top of. And it leads to this big, beautiful battle. But um, I had a theory and that was that, and I, I, I I'm, I'm almost a hundred percent sure I'm, fully incorrect with, with this theory <laughs> <Yeah>. okay <laughs> but i wish it were true mm-hmm. and my theory is that his father was an eternal and mm. the they don't really explain how he lived a thousand years i right. thought it was the ten just, rings but well, they don't it, exclusively say that, you th- know? that we're still we don't know what the ten rings are because then we yeah. see in the pre-post 
ending credit scene that he the ten rings have a beacon to something yeah and yeah. it's calling for something, something. and so well here's my thing <laughs> sorry <laughs> the beacon is calling on the celestials and the ten rings were given to Wu or Zhu Wen Wu in as to be used as his as he is an eternal but he was using them for his own personal gain and mm. so that's why they were blue instead of gold. And it's only until Shang-Chi, a descendant of e- an Eternal, they turn gold. Because we see in the Eternals trailer, all their items, yeah, all their powers gold. are gold. Mm, and so true. I was like, what if on the other side of that dragon scale wall, those are deviants left on Earth? And they've morphed ah, into these things. These, these monsters. Soul suckers. Yeah. yeah. And so I personally, I don't think any of that's true. Right. But it would be fucking great if they could just condense it just a little bit yeah. <laughs> and make it true make that make more sense make yeah. it more part of the full lore that they're gonna because the next movie eternals is gonna drop this same shit on us where yeah. there's oh there's these eternally good people and then these eternally bad people things yeah and and it's the same thing that just happened in shang chi where you know fucking tony leung lived for fucking ever and so i just wish that they could start like condensing everything just a little bit more because we don't need, you know, more m- massively mystic, supernatural space shit like this. We don't need power coming right. from 10 different places. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, it'd be nice if it was all coming from like one consolidated source, like the Eternals. You know what yeah. I mean? And that everything moving forward is based very much around like the Eternals and the power they brought to Earth versus right. like we have this mystic power, we have this mystic power, we have Wanda, we have Doctor Strange. We're just all crazy different things but they're all magic it's, <laughs> a, it's, the, same, it's the same thing that it, it fucking frightens me about like loki being the one that broke the time mm-hmm. string because sylvie killed the the guy at the end of all the times yeah. mm-hmm. and then wanda broke the time string because she fought agatha harkness yeah. and then dr strange is about to break the time string because he helped ta- peter he helped peter for if people forget that peter's a peeper and so it's just like how how are all these things doing all this fucking the same yeah. fucking thing you know i just i i feel like they were like they dipped their toe in like time travel shit mm-hmm. um when like what was it um endgame in endgame they uh-huh. dipped their toe in time travel and now they're just all time travel everything yeah they're just like who broke it best yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it honestly it's getting kind of annoying but it's whatever yeah. um because like in in wandavision they don't even it's that's just like persons uh, people's opinion like oh she did it because if you play them at the same yeah. time it lines up I can and so o- what? Doctor Strange did it at the exact same time too. Exactly, maybe. Um, I I can only maybe. hope. I can literally only hope that, dude. If that is the thing, that'd be amazing. Imagine if it, at the exact same moment in Spider Man No Way Home, the minute it like all lines up to where they break it, then I would be like, this is all intentional. You know, that yeah, would yeah. like set it up. But I, we have to hope that this is all intentional and that there is some genius of their writing, uh, the perfect thing where all of these things are going to come together like that. You know. So- this movie hints that Shang-Chi is bringing something even bigger to the MCU. What? What? Does anyone have any theories, any ideas? No. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine what the Ten Rings are supposed to signify or do. Or Literally, maybe. the only thing I can think of is a tournament. Like, that'd be cool. But were you ha- right why? saying Eternals was supposed to come out before Shang-Chi? Is that what you said? No. Oh. No. 
Do you just think, and you don't think it's going to have it. that much to do with it? You're not sure. You're unsure of how much they're going to be. I don't feel I, like I can. I want to believe that it. Maybe this movie's going to be more relevant to that than we want to believe. In the sense that the Ten Rings so you will think come that back. My theory is correct. It could very well be. And the thing is, is that the gold power set is a very running theme. And there was a small moment in this movie where we got a little bit of a running theme that I liked, which was that when they came through a wa- the water portal that was created, it appeared very much like Doctor Strange's magic, yeah. where it came up as a wa- like a spinning water... What do they call those fucking things? You know, the, yeah. The it's, spinning it, ring or yeah, some shit? Yeah, but I mean, it came up identically to the, how that yeah. spell does, and then they walk through it. So I was like, that was a very... Sling ring. That's sling, what they The sling ring. But See, I, li- I was thinking that, but I didn't want to be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I liked that uh, that showed that the magic does have similar rules that it has to mm-hmm. follow. It was obviously the same spell done in a completely different way, you know, yeah. like, or with like a different done element. with nature. Done with a different element is what yeah. we could even argue. Like the sling rings use fire and they were using water, you know, to create it. And so, um, it, I could believe that there, these are all pieces that they're going to somehow put into a single puzzle. And I w- even if they don't, they're going to patch some of it together in some Frankenstein monster that we'll end up enjoying. You know what I mean? No yeah, matter what. So I guess my whole dismissal of my hopeful theory is that there's no, f- they haven't shown what Kit Harrington's going to be like mm-hmm. in the Eternals movie. We know he's playing the black Knight. That's Jon Snow. There's no way we're going to have also Simu Lu show up suddenly and be like, hey, I think my dad was an Eternal. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they do the same shit that they did just now with Shang-Chi and have it at the post-credits. And where I mean, they where Angelina Jolie walks into Wong's like library and she's like, hey, where the fuck them rings at, homie? You know what I mean? Like. Is that oh what's going I mean, they could literally be like, something's calling the Colossals here. Or the fucking... <laughs> the Celestials. Yeah, the Colossals. The Celestials here. What are Colossals? Like, I don't fucking know. Is that Attack like on Titan? My, my brain all breaking those There is a Colossal Titan, but no, I don't I don't know. Know. that was just my brain blanking on words. Okay. Uh, I mean, it could be like, something is beaconing the Celestials here, and them trying to figure out what the fuck the Ten Rings are. You know? yeah. Or that could be a soft drop, and it's meant to, for us to put those fucking things together, you know? But who knows? I, Dude, well, I'm going to be excited if my theory's right. I hate the way you put it, like Angelina Jolie, just in there <laughs> with Wong. She's just like, where are those fucking rings at? Because I could totally fucking imagine them doing that, yeah. and that's kind of disappointing. Oh, I have another theory about <laughs> Eternals. I believe there's no way both Salma Hayek and Angelina Jolie make it out of that movie alive. alive. I agree. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I agree with that. I, I can, there's no way they're going to have those two heavy hitter women For survive. movies. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Okay, well, um, we're, we're, about, off the we're about <laughs> wrapping track. up. I mean, do you guys have anything else to say about Shang-Chi? I have a little thing here that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, let's see if we got any other talking points because I feel like we've missed probably a thousand things sure, to definitely. talk on on this movie. Probably but because of me just being so negative about it. A little bit. <laughs> you could have you could have liked it more. Yeah, I totally could have liked it. more. Why didn't you like it? I don't did, know. Did you need to go with like a nine year old uh, so that their excitement would have bled into your excitement? Probably. I also don't think that this was uh, the movie to go with. Uh, uh, not trying to be rude, but a quote unquote no name director. Well, I don't think the directing ever showed bad in this movie because no. directing mm-hmm. is all about how the actors act on to each yeah. other and setting up the scene. And I never felt like this movie was poorly acted for a second. In fact, that's fine. 
Okay. Because, like, the <laughs> the cinematographer for this movie is even one of the fucking greats around right now. Yeah. Uh, Pope, whatever his, what is his name? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Bill Pope. He fucking cinematographed the fuck, the fuck out of this fucking movie. So <laughs> I agree. That's like, my point. I, I never, thought this movie looked great. Yeah. There's a lot of moments. I thought the dragon was badass looking. I fucking yeah. loved it as soon as it burst. And I didn't expect I it. I thought it was cool looking, the I, dragon. Yeah, yeah, I genuinely yeah. didn't expect it. So the first Wait, scene, which dragon? The underwater dragon or the evil dragon? Not the evil. I wouldn't call the evil thing a dragon. Yeah, it's not so a dragon. Much as like, I it's a, a soul dragon. sucker. Yeah, it was a soul, I would call it a soul sucker. <laughs> Which is very Mortal Kombat. He's yeah. just soul sucked. Just suck that soul. Um, yeah, the giant soul sucker. They had a name for it in the movie, too, and we all just sucked. Oh, I didn't remember. Uh, it was like the ancient one or something. <laughs> <laughs> the ancient one. <laughs> Do we want to talk about What If at all? Um, the latest What If episodes? I haven't watched anything past... The, the third one. Oh, the fourth one? I haven't seen four. Can Have I, you seen the fourth one? I remember what happened. It was the Doctor one. Strange one. I haven't seen Oh, it. I thought that was pretty cool. I thought it was fucking dog shit. Okay. Oh, is that Tell where, me about it. Is that I where I saw about... this creature from? The one in Shang-Chi? Shang, sorry, <laughs> Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Fine. <laughs> I thought you said um, Shang-Chi. <laughs> Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi's. But I, I swear that a small version of the... I mean, there was a bunch of... Suckers was in there. There was a bunch of monsters in that fucking episode yeah. tell me all about it it was dumb it was it what is the what if if it okay if so it's dr strange it's was. what if dr strange lost his heart instead of his hands and his mm. heart in this case is christy played by rachel mcadams so she's in the car when he crashes and destroys his hands but she dies instead of him destroying his hands she dies she just dies and yeah. so it does the whole thing where it's like you can't change this past. this definite moment in time they call it an absolute point mm-hmm. where it has to happen no matter what because it's what drives him to, to become, become the sorcerer supreme and so he's trying to figure out a way to break it but the first 10 minutes is him over and over trying to reenact it to where she doesn't die and then the next 10 minutes is him trying to figure out a way to become the or to break the absolute point to become strong enough to do yeah, it yeah because he finds out that there was a sorcerer at one point that could do it and so he spends a lot of time absorbing these eldritch evils and then finally we see the final evil that he absorbs it's kind of cool is i'm assuming it's shumagorath which is the tentacle monster from yeah. the first episode. And so he absorbs those tentacles into him and he becomes it. And so he becomes like this ancient evil thing, this eldritch thing. You're making and it sound way cooler than you, he actually you apparently sick. enjoyed it. He looks I mean, sick. the first 20 minutes so are rough. The thing is, <laughs> the thing is, in quotes, it is sick. Story wise, it's a bunch of fucking nothing. They could have shown this to me in 10 minutes. That's what, you know what I mean. The first ten minutes of him trying to fix the problem, it sounds just point. It should have been two attempts, and they're like, "All right, moving on." You know, well, the whole thing should have been ten minutes yeah. or five minutes. No, well, like yeah. it felt like a bunch. It was. It felt like a big fart because then we find out that the ancient one had split his timeline in in half, so he was able to live both timelines in perpetuity where one went back and tried to break the absolute point and the other one became the sorcerer supreme because she needed him to go and fix his past because that was the only person that could do it and so he goes and fights him and then they fight there's this big battle and then he absorbs him the the eldritch one absorbs him and then all of time and space collapses on each other as Uatu's like, nah, homie, not going to help you. And Dr. Strange is like, please help me. He's like, I know you're there. Yeah. You're a god. And Uatu's like, I'm sorry. This is how it has to be. And then they just 
end up in like this purple crystal at the end of space and time and he's just there with christy because he broke the absolute point but it collapsed on itself and she ended up dying anyways and she dissolved into nothing and it it felt like that was set up for him that evil dr strange to show up again later and it instead of a story Mm. it was just a fucking setup and i'm i'm telling you this could have been five minutes yeah they could have done this villain's origin story in five minutes, and instead they drew it out for a full thirty. And that's why I fucking oh my hate God. it. What if go. they have an evil you Doctor Strange show up in a so movie? Badass, though. <laughs> okay, so it looks great, but mm. if you are a like, should on I the just verge? watch like the last ten minutes of it? Basically, where he honestly maybe because, like he was saying, it felt a lot longer it than it should have so been. It was the long. same amount of time as the rest. It was thirty-six minutes, oh, but see, it I, felt. Like twice as long. I thought the second episode took a thousand See, years. See, I'd rather so. watch that because that no is way. T'Challa and Howard the Duck and Thanos fighting the Collector while yeah. the Collector has <laughs> Hela's helmet on and the Necro Sword. I know, I know. It, but okay, see. You make all this sound True. so much cooler than it actually is <laughs> when it's being put to screen because that shit was so fucking quirky and ridiculous. I thought it was so much better than out. this fucking dumbass episode. Okay, I haven't seen this episode, so I have no <laughs> judgment of it. Besides you making it sound way cooler than apparently <laughs> it is, so it's your own fucking fault. No. All right. Let's go ahead and go into ratings. Oh, okay. Um, I'll give it a 2.5. A 2.5. That's real low, That's homie. dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's an entertaining movie. It's um, an entertained movie. It's an entertained movie. Like I said before, <laughs> it it's a good movie without actually being a good movie. Um, okay, so 2.5 from PED. Yeah, Jesus I will Christ. be an asshole. I don't care. <laughs> it gets a 2.5. Uh, I think I, you're being a little bit uh, pretentious giving uh, the MCU movie a 2.5 when you've given everything else pretty much threes and above. Mm-hmm. I mean, I gave... Uh, Black Widow, which is an MCU movie, like a 3.5. Let's see what or you like gave a, Black Widow. Or Let me see. Almost a 4, I'm pretty sure. You gave it, ooh, you gave it a 2.8. Really? <laughs> no, I was like, it, damn. You gave it a 3.8. I'm just I was like, like, holy what? shit. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right, Kenny, what do you give this movie? I give it a 3.8. Okay. <laughs> uh, which is pretty much my, you know... Uh, B plus, yeah. you know. Um, I really think that this movie was a lot. It's better than there a lot of other Marvel movies out. Not a lot, but several other Marvel movies out there for mm-hmm. me. Um, and so I went into it, I think, expecting a little more kung fu, like y'all said, but it was mm-hmm. totally satisfied with the level of it that I got, the level of mystic and fun that I got. Mm-hmm. So um, I really think that uh, it was a good, good for what it is, it and it's good. it was a good. I know neither of us can talk right now. <laughs> um, I think well, I guess what that fi- the rest of that thought was. I think it was a good movie for the age we're in right now. Okay, and this will be something that a lot of people will find very rewatchable and enjoyable, if not necessarily us. You know. Okay, I give it. Um, I don't know. It's hard to rate this movie because exactly. it is a little difficult to place. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give it a three point seven I'll, I'll bump it a little bit higher than 3.5 which is the median those I, are way higher than mine yeah yeah no for sure <laughs> um I, yeah i think a 3.7 if i could uh 3.65 but we're not getting that deep into it so a, a 3.7 because I, I don't know i just feel like this movie could have been condensed a little bit i feel like there was mm-hmm. a lot of meat on these bones and yeah. I, I really do stand by my previous uh, assessment at the beginning of this podcast which is that it felt like they had to kind of make two movies 
or, or this this movie felt like it had the weight of Iron Man one and Iron Man two by the end right. of its resolution. If if you kind of understand, yeah, what no, I'm definitely. To say. And it's because saying. we see his origin technically off screen or through flashbacks, you know. And so it 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 feels, it just feels very heavy for such a debut for the character yeah. i guess and mm-hmm. and it's immediately plunging him into the mcu which they didn't even do with ant-man yeah you know so, well, i feel like this movie is like an it, it's an origin movie that doesn't want to be an origin movie they were trying to like crack that yeah. norm of like we need to show how he got his powers where yeah. he came from you know they were like we're just gonna throw you into it so you're just as surprised yeah. as that's i think that's what aquafina's for yeah. so that she's our you know analog. right along yeah she's what we're meant to be experiencing everything with right. so we're just as surprised as her when everything is like already so set up you know mm-hmm. i'm very happy for trevor slattery because i've liked him since iron man 3 and i continue to like him really yeah we're good for trevor yeah i like Do you think guy. he's gonna show up anymore trevor. you think that was it uh i'm glad to know he's not in a endless jail cell of you know uh, acting hell what if he I becomes guess. like a badass warrior i personally hope that he doesn't show up again. no i mean i and i'm if, happy that if, he got a happy ending i guess is what mm-hmm. it is and if we ever see talo again maybe we'll see a slight cameo of him just like real quick being real cheeky mm-hmm. or something <laughs> just riding a giant morse or something. <laughs> morse grew big yeah. they're like uh, oh they get huge. i, <laughs> I need to see that now yeah or Morris and him riding on top of a guardian lion. That would be sick. Be yeah. sick. The guardian lions looked so fucking sick. I loved them. Um, okay, but yeah, uh, if anything, I think 3.7, especially because of the guardian lions. Um, <laughs> go, go follow lines. us on Instagram. That's going to be in the show notes. Uh, oh, yeah, next week we're going to be talking about Let the Right One In, directed by Ooh. Thomas Alfredson. Um, that one we're getting back into our spooky. Yeah, going theme. back into the spooky themes because this episode will come out during Halloween. We're in the middle mm-hmm. of doing Halloween episodes, so yeah, we've been doing a lot of uh, European foreign films too, and so yeah, we're kind of going back true. into that with you know this is a Swedish film, so is I'm pretty Sweden excited. In Europe, yes, it definitely. is okay. Okay, Swedish. Yeah. I thought it was. Is it? Is yes. it Europe? It is definitely Europe. Okay, it's in that area. It's in Europe. So <laughs> I have Green- no doubt about Greenland that. and Iceland is Europe. I'm well, not a geography major. Well, I mean, those are those are like islands way out in the ocean where Sweden is like attached to everything. Man. I'm, I, I'm more than certain you're right. What are the continents? I, I, I wouldn't right. know. No, I know. But now I know I want to know the continents. Oh, well, uh, the mm. only continent that's mm. weird is Australia, but I don't know what continent Greenland or Iceland belong to. That's a good They're question. They're not on a continent. All right, I think North America. Uh, Greenland's attached to North America. No. What continent is Greenland in? North America. North America. You're right. Yeah. And Iceland would be Europe then. Uh, oh, Sweden's really? right between Norway and Finland. Yeah, I was like, okay. Sweden's up there with all those long boys. Mm-hmm. You got all, with the, all the long boys. You know, all them long countries <laughs> at the top of Europe. Yeah. yeah. Iceland is in Europe. That's Dang. incredible. Who's a fucking geography major mm. over here? I don't know jack shit about the northern. I wouldn't countries. say they're in either of those he continents. Ju- he just looked it up. <laughs> Yeah, but but they're basically islands. So, no, because I was v- genuinely confused about that. I yeah. thought Sweden was closer to that shit. Than, Interesting. And I thought that was all okay. part of Antarctica on top of that. So, um, <laughs> Fair enough. I think Antarctica is the only part of Antarctica, and that's at the, yeah, the bottom. The, yeah. Isn't it at the tip? Isn't no, no that's, that's, that's the Arctic. That's the uh, Arctic. And so what the is, Antarctic is the bottom. So Arctic what is, yeah, what is the Arctic part of? I don't think it's anything. I think that How, is that's the not, Arctic that Circle. That can't be unclaimed land, is that it is really? Not, that is non-continental, I think, yeah. yeah. Unless it's part of Europe or Asia or one of those. 
I like how we're doing this on cast. I am happy we're doing this on cast. <laughs> this is going to be the longest cast that we've had, by the we're way. We're a bunch of uneducated fools, apparently. Well, <laughs> some of us are. And I'm just... So the Arctic is its own continent. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yes. So then that... But that would make eight continents. North, South, Africa, Europe, Asia, Australia, Arctic. That's seven. Antarctic. That's eight. So I guess maybe they belong in the same... They belong to each other, north uh, and south. No. It, it doesn't really... They do in flat Earth. So, I mean, Google calls it a, a, a continent. Okay. But I'm trying to see what Wikipedia says. All right, so any scientist... It's just a region is this. unique uh, area <laughs> among of, Earth's ecosystems. All of our science uh, followers. Yeah, all of our science followers, just <laughs> make sure to DM us about the fact that uh, both Greenland and Iceland are islands. And the they're not a part of any continent. Uh, every islands. every body of land is an island. Te- technically, yeah. We're all an okay, island. Okay, bye, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll see you. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. I didn't even stop it yet. Okay, well, we'll see y'all I've then, and we'll see you. <laughs> Macho Man, calm down. And we'll see you then, or we'll see you on another time. Bye, guys. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs>